0: Hey, everyone. Uh, it is Jay. I have whiskey in front of me. I am better known as Take. I'm from WhiskeyRaiders.com, and that means it is time for a new episode of the Whiskey Raiders podcast. And if it is time for a new episode of the pod, it means John is here with me. He has whiskey in front of him as well, and this is going to be a good one. So go ahead and sit tight. We've got a great episode for you. How are you doing tonight, John?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, you are very correct in saying that I've got whiskey in front of me. I know you I am digging back through the, uh, the archives there in the whiskey library. And I was thinking, what have I not gone to in a while? And like, as the seasons progress, I kind of shuffle the bottles around a little bit. And sometimes you'll get one that kind of gets lost in the shuffle tucked in the back shelf, sits around for a little bit longer than it really deserves. And that's kind of what I stumbled into here is, uh, the R bourbon single barrel selection of blue note from at this is from at least a year ago.
0: what's the barrel number it's from from a while ago
1: at least a year put it that way and i was like "Geez, you know it's been too long since i got my hands on that thing it's time to bust that out and that kind of got me moving around other bottles and thinking more and more about a question that we had come through the uh, mail sack and there was a question in there about summer cocktails and summer drinking and as i was pawing through I like happened to like shuffle through some mezcal and stuff, and I was like, you know what? This will be a good topic to break down, like sliding from those spring days, and like where I mean, here in Maine, we still like can't decide if it's spring or late winter or (laughs) summer. So like, it goes back and forth a lot over here. But as we move toward those warmer days, to our like three and a half weeks of summertime here, I'm kind of getting psyched about what is going to become regular
0: on the menu. What about you? I'm with you, man. I mean. It's tough here in Wisconsin. I I jokingly said to someone the other day, like now that, that now that summer's here, and they're like, it's not summer yet, and I was like, well, hey, it's not snowing, which means to me, summer, you know, it, or sorry, winter, winter is over, summer is is on its way here. But uh, for me, like, it totally changes the way I drink, and I think it's one of the most interesting things. Uh, personally, I just popped up, and actually, a Nulu. It was a uh, toasted bourbon finished in honey barrels, which is really interesting and really fun, and kind of you know perks up for summer. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I feel like the weather's getting hotter. By the time this episode airs, I'm actually on an airplane to Vegas, which is the most concentrated dose of 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 summer that I can possibly think of for my like poor Wisconsin body that just like aches for the cold. So uh, you know, we'll call it summer in the studio. I think I think we should dive right in.
1: Summer in the studio, I, I was going to go with summer on a stick after that uh, whole toasted Nulu honey barrel thing.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no sticks here. But yeah, summer in the studio, you know, this is a great time um, because people all the time do ask us like, hey man, like how do you like your bourbon in the summer? Like what are your summer cocktails? And and you know, kind of what what is, you know, as the weather changes so drastically for you and I from like the tundra and the cold to like 70, 80, 90, 100 degrees, you know, like, what are you guys into? Like, what do you love to do in the summer? So, this is a perfect topic for an episode. I will say, I'm drinking a barrel proof bourbon finishing honey right this second, and I don't know if that's my summer jam, but you know, it's good for the second here. I'm curious where where does the summer weather take you, John? So, the summer weather brings me on an adventure of
1: sorts. It sort of begins for me in what what is still nowhere near summertime for us, where just before May, I kind of start seeing people posting the photos online of their successful wild turkey hunting. And I'm talking about the bird here, not the bourbon. Okay. And throughout the southern states, their turkey seasons open up much sooner than ours. Our spring season is just for the month of May. And we are one of the later, as we are much further north and most. And as these photos start coming in, I usually get like the questions that kind of cycle in right about the same time of like, hey, uh, it's getting a little warm out by the grill here when I was trying to cook some of this bird. Like, do you drink barrel-proof bourbon while you're grilling? Like, And so like, it's like (laughs) I see like the rise in turkey posts and in turkey questions. And and one of these, I mean the bird, one of these, I mean the liquid. And as those sort of progress, I get into this summer vibe of like, oh shit, that's right, it's going to be warm here in like six weeks. Okay, I should start getting ready for summertime. And so in that evolution throughout each year, I kind of like, I mentioned earlier in our intro a little bit, I like to shuffle the bottles around and like they sort of get placed seasonally unintentionally and like the rise tend to group up and they pop out in like September, October when things start to cool off and that air changes. But when it's the summer months, man, it's like not frequently barrel proof if I'm being completely transparent about it, it's usually a, if I'm going for something higher proof, I will make myself the very rare old fashioned with a wild turkey rare breed. That's kind of one of my go-to bourbons for cocktails. And I've got that like killer batch of whistle pig maple syrup with the pecans and everything that I've aged up. And like that makes a really good old fashioned, but like in general, I don't really love a cocktail because it's like, work and I suck at it so what I really like (laughs) is to if I'm going to be out by the grill have a glass of vino verde or the tallest beer I can get my hands on that's not an IPA like I like to keep it pretty simple in that regard where if I'm grilling I don't want to be like trying to dissect a pour of whiskey which I have a hard time sitting down with a pour of whiskey and not doing some analysis so for me it's like I kind of back off and it's like, if I have people over or something, I'd be like, oh, hey, I got this bottle. We should try it. And after dinner, we'll sit down and, you know, have one of the, have one outside by the fire or like, you know, have one inside if it's not a great outside night. But yeah, it's not always, not always heavy on the whiskey. The agave spirits show up a lot, which I know for you, they do year round. But for me, it's like a whole summer thing.
0: Interesting. Eh. I think it's interesting that you say exactly those things. And this kind of – so this harkens back to a mailbag question from Jared in our Discord that says, you know, hey, hey, as the dog days of summer are approaching, like, what are your top three go-to cocktails and whiskey? And it feels very anticlimactic for me to say, like, when it's hot out and it's summertime, like, I stray away from whiskey and Mm -hmm. I don't drink a lot of agave, which is when a lot of people drink agave, like – I prefer to drink, like, mezcal and ricea and, like, Bacanora and, you know, just desolato and tequila and stuff like that in the colder months. And I still don't know why. And I think about that all the time. But, you know, I'd be remiss to admit that, like, my wife and I love to, like, squeeze up some limes. We, like, make some homemade simple, which is a a whole other, you know, recipe for an episode. But, like, and then we make a margarita and stuff. Oh, shit, And, like, those tall and and on the the rocks. And you can, like, top them with seltzer if you want, to like, more spritzy, long drink kind of stuff. Like that to me is pure refreshment. Like I love a tall high life, which I think is interesting that people think sometimes like having a high life is blasphemy, but you know, uh, you know, an 8% IPA in a 20 ounce format before like freaking 6 PM is a recipe for disaster for me. And I really, you know, as a person who lives in Wisconsin, as a person who just generally doesn't like to be warm, drinking Booker's by the hot grill in the heat of the sun has mm. you no know, attraction to me whatsoever. No. Like Penelope, Uh, fucking is it penelope 86 proof or 80 proof for their four grain whatever on ice or rosé cask on ice or some of these like evan williams bottle and bond on ice like by the grill is cool a high life is cool a gansett is cool like i for me summer drinking is more about just like enjoying the moment like i'd love to make a negroni or a spritz or all sorts of this cool stuff is more about like Let me live the moment because it doesn't hurt my body to be outside like it does in the winter. And then, you know, when I go inside and it's 10 p.m. and the house is cooled off because we have AC and stuff like that, you know, then I'll have a pour of whiskey. And so this is kind of a fun one for me because I think you and I are so atypical drinkers from like my buddies who like want to get together and like do... Like a barrel proof, like 10 way tasting at 3 p.m. on a Saturday, like in the Ooh. direct sunlight. And that just like hurts me in so many ways.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that makes my soul want to melt. It's just right, like no I'm world sweaty. in which that just works. Thinking for about me. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's one one way to get me to not show up to the party is to be like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's supposed to be 94. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to all hang out outside and drink whiskey in the sun.
0: <laughs> right. Like, no, that, thanks. That's that's how you get like a news story about alcohol poisoning. Like eleven men gathered in direct sunlight to drink yeah. whiskey, and nothing. Seven else of them like didn't dinner. go home. <laughs> right, like I and I ha, like I'm guilty. Like I usually have like a one hundred ounce water. Like I don't know, I'm cheap, so I don't have like the Yeti tumbler, but I like have the Arctic tumbler or whatever the Walmart brand is like. Yep, Just loaded with water. But you know, I I tend to stray like during the drinking hours of the day. Like I'll have a lower proof whiskey or i really like making a negroni or like an aperol spritz or just something that's like i i really seem to lend a hand towards going just towards anything that's refreshing like yep. and i don't know about you i can see that like, yeah
1: yeah my wife leans into that refreshing same style like that's her thing what like if i'm putting together a menu for the weekend like hey we're gonna have people over this day we get something going on this night we're gonna go this night what do you want me to like cook or what should we be putting together that will be the most fun? And she's like, Oh, I don't know. I want something refreshing. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like I understand the vibe and what you're going for there, but I, I've like, I need more specific ideas. So anyway, that's like, usually I'm trying to check off that box. Like, okay, what works for this? Like, is it going to be brunch on a rainy day? I might actually put together a batch cocktail for that. Is it going to be brunch on a bright sunny day? That's when cold champagne is coming out. So it's like, I kind of mix it up like that because I'm trying to check off the refreshing box, but I'm also trying to not like spontaneously combust, (laughs) which I feel like is what would happen to my thick main blood if it were to get ramped up to 130 proof. So yeah, I, I usually like we jokingly say in the Discord all the time that, you know, just grab like a 90 or 100 proof or something and just go rocks to the rim you know, fill that glass to the top with ice Pour your whiskey in there and just enjoy that while you're outside. Like that's kind of as enjoyable to me as taking the time to build a really cool cocktail that I'm just like, okay, well, if this thing warms up, I'm not drinking it. So
0: yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I do like a good RTTR, the rocks to the rim. I have to say, so a couple of weeks ago I was in Kentucky for none other than the Kentucky Derby and I was at Makers Mark we were having a good old time. We were buying some barrels. We were just, you know, we were having lunch. We, you know, Maker's Mark was great to us. We had a good time. They were they were there for us. and We were there for them. And we weren't going home any sooner than we needed to because we had a bus. But they, uh, they brought out what I think is probably my favorite summer cocktail. And they were like, uh, you know, the lady came up and she's like, should I prepare a round of gold rushes? And I was like, oh. lady, you, you didn't even have to ask. Like, you yeah. just needed to ask how many people were here. But like... The Gold Rush, I think, might be the perfect summer cocktail because it's, it's whiskey-forward. So, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, lemon, honey, and whiskey on ice, and it's blended up. You can, it, and what I love about the Gold Rush is, if you like it sweet, you add more honey. If you love that like ripping acidity that the lemon brings, you do more lemon. And if you really want it boozy, um, you can go heavy on the whiskey or just go barrel proof and the other ingredients, you know, really carry well to it. Um, but you put that on ice, you like put that in your glass. And that to me, I think might actually be the perfect intersection besides Vinho Verde, which you brought up earlier, which is my favorite, like, you know, a nice light sparkling low ABV wine from Portugal. Like those to me might actually be just the two preeminent summer drinks for me.
1: Yeah. That's a good bombshell to drop. Actually the, Gold Rush did come up in my mind, and there's actually even a couple of like variants from that that also make really killer uh, cocktails. They don't have to like, they're not super labor intensive, which is kind of like the only way I'm going to make it, because I'm a lazy asshole. But it also (laughs) reminds me of, and this is a big shout out to Matt from Whistlepig, when uh, we were at Whistlepig in April, selecting some barrels out that way, one of the afternoons we were there, it was like somehow this bullshit hot weekend. It was like the only nice, um, I guess, at, nice is probably, an do thing because it was so fucking hot. It was beautifully sunny and crazy hot at Pig oh, Farm in, in the March, middle right? of fucking April.
0: Oh, April. Oh, no, I yeah. went in March, you went in April. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was, it was there April like two ago. weeks after
1: you. And it yeah. was like a whole different world. Like we were just getting absolutely cooked out there. And it was just one of those days where uh chef was cooking up dinner and we weren't like quite ready to like all sit around the table yet and our host matt was like hey should i put together some cocktails and just like your scenario i'm just like man you had me at should i like go ahead <laughs> whatever you're doing we're in
0: yeah keep. and it he going. built
1: us uh it, it may have been a gold rush just subbed the bourbon for Whistle Pig rye yeah or it may, it may have even been a gold rush with oh, Bourbon. The, i don't i don't honestly piggyback remember. bourbon yeah, yeah yeah it may have been I, to be totally honest, I was just like, I had told them ahead of time, I'm like, I'm not really a huge cocktail guy, but like, whatever you're making, I want to try it. And I housed it. It was so good. It was like <laughs> one of those bright, refreshing light. Like, it wasn't like, it, like you said, it didn't have that like heavy acidity or a huge BBV yeah. pop and it wasn't super sweet. Like he like kind of balanced it out just right. So that was awesome. I had a good time with that. And the gold rush, 100% great idea.
0: That's super funny. I was at the farm two weeks before you. And we were all, it was like 1 a.m. We were by the fire, and and Matt did the same thing. He was like, Should I make a round of cocktails? And in my head, I was like, No. But my body said mm-hmm. yes. And then you they came up yourself. with a bunch of last words. Yeah. <laughs> Which are like high ABV as a beginning. Like you should start your night with a last word, not end it. But um the next morning we all got up really slow. And I thought, like, The last word was definitely the last word you should have had. But like the gold rush for me is the like it's just an awesome summer cocktail. Like it's got the I hate having huge meals in the summer and feeling like heavy Mm. and just like my body's full of rich stuff and I really don't like sweetness. So like old fashions for me are kind of out because Wisconsin leans sweeter on the old fashioned. And I get that like when I'm at home, I can make it however I want. But you know, even then I just kind of like. Barrel proof whiskey for me in the summer is not like kosher until it gets really cold out at night. And, you know, by really cold, I mean like 60 degrees instead of 90. But summer drinking is really interesting because I also have friends who like peat in the summer. I have friends who are like, yeah, I'm going to drink Booker's at 4 p.m. in the summer. And I envy those people because I just don't understand how it is like enticing whatsoever.
1: Yeah. I don't have whatever it is that makes people crave insanely hot whiskey on days that i like if it's over 75 i think it's hot if it's over 85 i'm bitching a lot (laughs) and you could guarantee that the only thing i'm looking for is to get a cold pack of gansett or something like i do not want to be guzzling whiskey on those days however if you're like hey should i make a round of cocktails i'm gonna be like yeah you should absolutely do like you don't have to ask me like just look at my face do i look like i don't want a cocktail like just do it so right. anyway, like, if you're ever thinking, should I do it? You should. But also summertime cocktails are a huge maybe for me.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm going to throw down my top three. I, I feel like we've dilly-dallied. I'm a, I'm a gold rush guy in the summer. I really like a Negroni in the summer. I like that bitter after dark. And honestly, a French 75, you know, let's throw together my three favorite things, you know, champagne, gin, and a little bit of fruit. Like that to me just works out. Like those are my three summer cocktails. I love to drink lower proof. I really weirdly enough I find agave spirits so savory that I don't really enjoy them in, in the hot weather, but I love them in the cold weather. And weirdly enough, I drink kind of a I drink kind of a lot of like cognac, armagnac, brandy, calvados, like stuff like that like after dark when I'm inside in the AC. And that is my summer drink menu.
1: Yeah, liquor after dark is definitely Uh, a brandy type vibe for me or like even after like one of those summer times where you sit down and you have that huge meal that you're like fuck why did I eat so much like I'm going to be uncomfortable for like two days that right into a you know what instead of having anything else to eat today I could see myself on the couch with a nice cognac I I could do that so anyway if I'm going to break this down into a top three I'm probably going to line to like a top 20 but most of them will be things I don't like um, my top three summer drinks are most likely in the, along the lines of, <laughs> okay, not whiskey, so this is going to get weird. Um, <laughs> on the Whiskey Raiders podcast, here we are. Probably, I would say, a Gold Rush fits the vibe. A Vino Verde fits the vibe. Okay. And for me, a Mezcal Neat, it doesn't matter if it's hot out. That still works for me. So I could do okay. a little bit of any of those, uh, throw in a ice-cold Gansett. I'm in for that. Uh, oh, Narragansett yeah. Fresh Catch is like, I'm not a beer dude. As most anybody's listening probably knows that I'm a total fucking scrub lord when it comes to beer. But <laughs> Narragansett <laughs> Fresh Catch is very tough to find around here because it's in limited quantities. But that's like a real good summer cocktail. Comes in a can, it's portable. And buy six of them at a time.
0: I'd love it for like $11. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it might not. Yeah. It might not even be that much. Actually $11 of like the expensive part of town. And, and I've realized that you, you and I have been together and we've talked about whiskey for years and years and years online. Um, and eventually you and I are going to have to do an in-person event, whether it's in your city or mine or somewhere in between. And I hope that we do a live recording, but with listener like bingo. And I really hope that for the first time I heard you say scrub Lord. And I really I want that to be like the corner tile that like separates someone from a win and a loss. But I think that if we do a live taste, like a live taping, well, we'll be tasting while we're taping. But, um, you know, uh, your vernacular is just like, so bingo. Perfect. That I think it'd be perfect. I think it's so much fun.
1: (laughs) I'm on board with that. I could definitely do
0: some Bingo. Yeah, I mean, what's uh, like, like a year ago, you said like throw up clamshells, and YouTube went insane. YouTube yeah. was like, I've never <laughs> heard this comment before, but like I love it. And I was like, no, it fits. Like throw up clamshells, yeah. Like I'm gonna, like it'll be unpleasant as throwing up clamshells. But ever yeah. since then, I've taken right. like a little list of main man vocab and been like, all right, this is a bingo card in the making.
1: Yeah, I'm just doing all my uh, all my bingo prep now. We're gonna have a great time.
0: I love it. Well, I think that this is an excellent place to cut it for the night. You guys have heard it here. Uh, John and I are both big Gold Rush fans. Uh, if, if apparently if you live on the East Coast, we're endorsed by Niran now, uh, who make an amazing lager. just super cheap, super interesting, super fun. But um, we'll go ahead and write this up. This is probably a good guide for the summer, the summer warriors around us. Do you have anything else, John, or should we?
1: Cut no, it right that, that does it. I might uh, switch over to a little cognac now that it's evening time. Let's do this.
0: Hey, yeah, the sun's gone down. It's cognac time on the Whiskey Raiders podcast, which makes no sense at all, which tells me our producer will cut us off. So let's go ahead and cut it here. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you are with us here, I'm on a plane to Vegas. John is probably sweating in Maine. If you have not checked out the Whiskey Raiders Bottle of the Month Club, I am in Vegas promoting that at the Reserve Bar Top Shelf event. So go ahead and check us out if you're in Vegas. If not, go ahead and check it out online at whiskey if you're looking for more from john he is always at the bourbon finder on instagram and the bourbon we would love to hear from you our mailbag is open if you join our community and join us on discord and in the meantime we will catch you in the next episode uh, cheers guys cheers